Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. This is my boomstick! Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. Uh, this is a uh, this is the last in our Halloween series of episodes, and also, well, maybe the second to last in our series of inconsistent um, <laughs> posting episodes. Yep. Um, my name is Matt. I'm joined with the uh, the gang's all here, everybody. So if Woo! anyone's upset, um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's Dooley. Hello. And BWK. Hey, everybody. Yeah, and we're having a good time today, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> it's very. I, is this the earliest we've ever done one? Probably. Oh, what for sure. Two in the afternoon. I know, I, I know and I feel like really tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Know, I don't know how. We're not. We're not like it, on top of our game until <laughs> eleven thirty p.m. Apparently. I know. So if we record late, I'm tired. If we record right. early, I'm tired. There's like this. Like, <laughs> brought my own mug of coffee. There's a small window <laughs> of uh, of excellent uh, podcasting time, and I get. Well, who knows? Maybe this one will be great. I'm drinking a. Uh, I'm drinking an energy drink. Dooley's got coffee and. BWK's booting heroin. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his Envia. Yeah, right. I tell you, I'm very tired. <laughs> right. um, so anyway, we uh, we're back, kinda, but we have deaths this time. Last episode, there were no deaths. So uh, just to, oh, maybe I should run down the show. I guess for anyone who hasn't, what are we? Is this episode 18? Yeah. When do wow. I have to stop giving the premise of the Never. show? How about how about I give it to give you a break? All right. Okay, I'll ahead. do it too. Okay. We'll both do it All at right. the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three. So the this show is the show is that uh, what is basically, basically I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> no. Nope, not a single person. Uh, so go give a rundown of the show okay, real quick. So uh, this is the top five of death, and um, the way the show works is we um, do our top five best or worst uh, whatever. So this week we are doing top five favorite horror movies. Oh my god! And what we'll do is we'll each take turns saying our number fives, and then our number fours, and number threes, all the way up to one. What happens is we write down our uh, lists, our top five lists. It sounds like you're reading a children's book. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least reading it, which he's not, everybody. (laughs) And then we take our lists and we put them down the bunny trail. Uh, No, what we really do is we upload them to Facebook. And uh, what you'll do is you'll like the one that you like the best, the one that hits home with you. That's you, hopefully presumptuous. Right. <laughs> you, you will actually like the one that you liked. So. You'll click the like button, and uh, whoever wins that week starts off the next episode with uh, deaths on how the other uh, two hosts died. That's right. So and that's the show. Right. So we have deaths this week. We had no deaths last week. But might I add, we've been very inconsistent lately with right. how we've been uh, releasing the shows. Yeah, typically we, it's on Monday, and I, we're almost out of the woods to getting back every. We're Monday. almost out of the woods. It's been my fault because I uh, I work in a haunted house and I got cast in some comedy shows and such like that. Um, the haunted house is almost over. The only problem is it's going to be one more week of weirdness because the d- the day after my haunted house ends, I have to go to Missouri. <laughs> In literal sounds sense, like a fake story. I have to go to well, it gets faker because I have to go to prisons in Missouri, <laughs> because that is what my job entails of network security for a government. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'll be and, gone. And for the a next week. week actually might be kind of rough because I have to go home and wash my hair. Yeah, so. and that's a oh my two god, day that's process. right. I got to do that too next week. <laughs> Jeez. But um, we're, after that, we're gonna try to get back to a back on Mondays. Back on Mondays, everything should go back to normal. And hopefully, it's all three of us again for. Quite yeah, some yeah, time. exactly. Hopefully, we can we can all uh, be here and not get our asses whipped by uh, 
guest host anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, uh, last week's episode was so funny. If anybody hasn't listened to it, you guys should listen to it now. And uh, I, that ge- uh, we had a guest host, and he was great. So Yeah, Casey from Casey Metz Super Show. Yeah, which, which is, is another also podcast a, yep. you should check out. Check it out, but don't subscribe. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you can only subscribe to one. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you can only subscribe to one. That's how the podcast app works on your phone. Right. Um, but so our deaths from this week are from not last week's episode, but the week before. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Horror movie villains. Horror. Okay, good. Horror movie villains. So, uh, and who won? Not me, and not uh, DJ. DJ, and who? not me because I wasn't on the show. So yeah, who? so that eliminates everybody. And right. <laughs> the answer to that question is I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a that's that's the first one in a long, a long time. time. Yeah, in, to- how, in how total, long? what is that? The third one you've won. In third one, yeah. Out of eighteen, <laughs> this is the third one. BWK has won. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm yeah, so happy. last time I won was on the uh, Dumb Stories episode. Oh. I didn't win that one, but that was the episode that I oh, that read my death. Yeah. Wow. So well, that was so long ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was ages ago. Ages. Yeah. I have so many more dumb stories since then. I know. <laughs> we should do a part two. Here. I'm sure we will. If that's what you guys want, uh, you know, message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash top five of death. Yeah, if you have suggestions. Yeah, do it. Okay, so I guess I should read my deaths then, right? Please yeah, do. Ahead. Okay, so um, as uh, Dooley had mentioned before, these deaths come from the episode uh, where... I won, or I guess I won the voting, and uh, all the jokes, and I'm not, oh God, did I just suggest that there are jokes in this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the story That's is right. uh, based on that uh, episode. So it's number six, episode 16. Yeah. Yes, this will be from episode sweet 16. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, since DJ was a guest host on that week, uh, he dies in this too. So um, anyway, so this is how DJ would die. Uh I'll just get started. <clears throat> Let me find the story here. <laughs> this is great radio, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm letting this just happen. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So here it is. Uh, after recording the podcast, DJ starts to think, hey, maybe I'm the man who can convince Matt to change his mind that Ghostface is not oh. a dumb horror <laughs> movie villain. That's not true. He devises a pretty simple plan, and twenty dollars later, he's got a ghost face costume uh, that he bought at a CVS. Twenty dollars later <laughs> at a CVS, which is seriously—you could get that costume anywhere, right? <laughs> um, he spends another thirty dollars on a hunting knife and sneaks into Matt's house. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Actually, so wait, wait, hold on—is he just wearing the mask and a knife and regular clothes? No, he's got a whole costume. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, come on, man! You made me lose my spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> All right. So uh, he sneaks into Matt's house. Um, he waits in Matt's room for Matt to arrive. However, in true Matt fashion, his schedule is so hectic that he does not come <laughs> home when he's expected to. Kind of uh, like how these podcasts never come out like when they're expected to. Oh, my butt. <laughs> <laughs> DJ ends up falling asleep while waiting. And when he wakes up, he thinks he sees Matt. So he jumps up to scare him, but trips and stabs himself in the chest. He dies by bleeding out on the floor, <laughs> dressed as Ghostface in Matt's bedroom. <laughs> Which was still not scary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> totally proving Matt's point. I know. <laughs> Just a human really being. Not even set out <laughs> to do what he wanted to do. Dies by accident. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, so I'll just jump right into Matt's death. So, Matt, this is how you die. Makes sense. Um, one day, Matt comes home to find the corpse of DJ lying in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like it's totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> Two part episode. 
a, a week later, he finds himself at DJ's funeral when he's asked to speak a eulogy. So he goes up to the microphone in front of all of DJ's friends, including Dooley hmm. and his family, and, sta- there. and starts a speech. Uh, that's very sweet of you to attend <laughs> DJ's funeral. <laughs> he starts a speech. <clears throat> DJ died dressed as Ghostface in my room, which proves my never-ending point that I was right. Ghostface is just a man and not a great horror movie killer. <laughs> this proves my point. Do you hear me? <laughs> he yells to the... <laughs> As part of his eulogy at DJ's <laughs> funeral, <laughs> everyone starts booing him and throwing their in memoriam pamphlets at him. And Matt starts yelling, "Hey, you don't know me!" You don't, as if he's on Jerry Springer. <laughs> hey, you don't, you don't know me. Uh, putting his hands up in the air and yelling. One person gets up and punches Matt directly in the face. And what, a, Matt, what a foolish move that man made! Well, uh-uh. well, Matt instantly bursts into tears. <laughs> Crying real tears. <laughs> well, well, I meant that because he's going to... Crying gonna, real tears. Because he's going to feel so bad that he hurt me. Uh, a second person joins in and punches him in the chest. A third kicks him in the legs. And before long, Matt is on the ground with 30-some-odd people punching and kicking him. He's beaten to death right there. And when the crowd disperses, it seemed that Dooley was also beaten to death. Oh. By mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what, just in the shuffle? <laughs> Did I go up to like get my licks in and then I just like fell or something? Yeah. I used Dooley as a human shield. <laughs> and that's how you both died. Yay! Good job. And DJ, and that's how DJ died. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> cool. uh, all right. Well, good. That was it. We haven't had a death in a while. It feels good yeah, to die. I know. Hear that, everybody? Feels good to die. Everyone feels, should try it. Feels try it at home, kids. <laughs> feels good to have us all back. Can I right. Can I have a moment of real, real quick? I'm like so glad to be with you guys right now. Oh, really? Thanks. That's funny because you're not looking at me on your phone. I'm getting ready to do my five. You should because <laughs> this is uh, you're going to kick this off, Duel. All right, so cool. So the topic is top five horror movies. Yeah. Any st- oh, all right. I uh, actually do have, not a stipulation, but a thing I did. Every single episode we've done in this quote-unquote Halloween scary series, mm-hmm. I have mentioned... Stephen King's It or Pennywise the Clown to yep. some degree. Yep. Um, and then I've mentioned Scream. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. I left. I purposely left you it off my that? list. I'm I, so glad I'm you did so that. I'm so glad you did that. I left Scream off of my list. Right. I just, so. Even though it deserves to be on there and I'm sure it deserves to be on yours. Right. right. But like I said, I, I've said everything I can twice <laughs> right, <laughs> about right. it. So for the record, yeah. Don't, don't be like, well, you said it scared you so bad. How is it not your uh, number one? It So it totally is. Oh, my God, But, yeah. like, omitting that, right. you have a top five list. Oh, yeah. I, have a- I mean, it would be boring for everyone to hear us talk about the same people right, over right. and over again. Right, and also, right. like, these lists are so in flux at all times. I feel like at any minute, my list could change. During this podcast, if you yeah. bring up a good point, Dooley, I'm going to change my list. Right, yeah. exactly. It's, nothing's ever <laughs> I said. I just convince you. <laughs> just, right. actually, I'm going to say my number five, and you'll be like, oh, that's actually a pretty good number one. <laughs> <laughs> for the so rest my of- number five, <laughs> which could be my number one, is... <laughs> all right, so with that being said, here we are. Cool. Top five horror movies. Dooley, kick it off. So yeah, convince me that this should be my number <laughs> one. Oh, God, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't. I don't know how you guys will feel feel about this because this is you could go either way on this movie. Um, my number five favorite horror movie is uh, 1980s The Shining. Oh, The wow. Shining. The Shining. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, such a excellent choice. Yeah, that's oh, obviously a classic. It is, and um, the thing about The Shining is that it didn't. When I first saw it, I I actually saw it kind of later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it wasn't like one of the first horror movies I'd ever seen. I saw it when I was old enough to really appreciate like Stanley Kubrick. So I went into it thinking, I'm like, I think this movie might be one of my favorite movies before I even saw it. I was like, I know I'm going <laughs> to love this movie. And first time I saw it, I didn't. I was like, okay. It was like kind of scary, but kind of not. And then like the next couple of days, I could not stop thinking about it. Yeah. Did this happen to you guys? Yeah. It was like stuck in my head. And I was like, I kind of want to watch it again. Like, I think I did like it. And then I watched it again. And I was like, ooh. I like really like this movie and then I've watched it maybe like three or four times like in like a week period and I just couldn't get it out of my head um did you guys see that documentary about this movie I yeah. haven't I've heard about it it's, I did see it it's pretty cool some people have some outlandish theories about this movie yeah so basically there's a there's a documentary about people's theories of what the shining's really about yeah that's it called room 217. Uh, 232. To 100. <laughs> 219. <Nope>. 172 <laughs> hours. <laughs> room 172 <laughs> hours. <laughs> From two. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just give some background on this documentary yeah, yeah, you're yeah. about to talk about. It's a uh, it's this documentary, and it's basically, pe- like, people get like really addicted to this movie, and it talks about Stanley Kubrick and how he's such a brilliant filmmaker, and... um. There's all these very, very odd inconsistencies in the movie, and people definitely say they're deliberate because he was such a, like, genius filmmaker, you know, that Mm -hmm. it's like, well, why would he leave in all these weird inconsistencies? Uh, A couple things from that movie that really stick out is, um, you know, the scenes where um, Danny is on his trike, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like following him around on that, like, uh, still cam? Yeah. Um the first time it shows that he does this box shape and it's very easy to comprehend when you're watching it so subconsciously you, you view it and you're like okay and then the you second can, like, trace time his path basically yeah. around the hotel and you may not necessarily be viewing it that way but that's that's how it's shot wait before you go any further i just realized you didn't explain i mean I, i'm sure everybody knows what the shining is but sure um if you don't if you've never seen the shining it's about this family um that goes to this hotel the um, father jack torrance um basically goes to be the caretaker of this hotel during the winter it's in colorado so it's a very fierce winter and he goes and uh he winds up just going mad and it's his like descent into madness and he turns on his family the hotel kind of like convinces him to like kill his family right the hotel itself and it's uh it's based on a stephen king book and i guess the book is totally different i've never read it have you, either one of you guys read this book? I'm reading it right now. Oh, actually. you are? Yeah. I can't read. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's not allowed to. <laughs> right. No, I, I, I physically can't. I'm, just, I, I'm not allowed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> court, a court order. Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I just... So the box shape. Go back to that. So then the next time... It, it does it three times in the movie, and the next time is a more complex shape. And then the third time it does it is this like impossible shape. When he when it's behind him and he winds up going down a hallway and then he makes a turn and you think he's going down the same hallway because in reality he is. But what they did in production is like they changed the hallway to make it look different. So it's super disorienting to watch like subconsciously. Yeah, that and that's, that's kind of like what I'm that movie is meant to do, which is make you think that you're kind of losing it. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's such and a good way to do it, is make, like, the, the landscape of the hotel completely impossible. It's it totally, like, you'll go, like, it'll show somebody go into a room, and there's a window that go, that views outside in that room, 
but in if you map out the hotel that physically couldn't exist yeah because like if there was a window there it would just like point into the, into and, the and kitchen and that has to be deliberate because totally. Stanley Kubrick is such a genius and i mean he was actually filming in a hotel yeah so he knew what how to it, like he knew what rooms he needed to use so when he was using another room that had a giant window mm-hmm. it was i mean he knew that that window couldn't exist there so he had to like either build it or film that location somewhere else exactly like he knew what he was doing he was disorienting the audience and it it works that movie's brilliant great yeah. great number you know what else he knew what he was doing when he filmed the moon landing yeah no. and that's one of the conspiracies what the shining yeah that it's that, like an apology letter or something yeah what? there's there's all these references to how he actually filmed the moon landing and Oh, that's in the documentary. I don't know it's if I buy so it. It's so complex; it's not even worth bringing up. It's it's, it's it's absurd. <laughs> I could talk about it for an hour. Just watch that documentary if you can. I, I would actually love to. Maybe someday when I. But um, it's, it's really goofy. And actually, one thing about that documentary, even though I know that's not your number five, but the, the the thing about that documentary, it's more about how kind of stupid these things are, and less <laughs> and less about like actual theories about the movie. It's, yeah. It's like, it's almost like meant to embarrass the people who have these <laughs> theories. In a way, yeah. <laughs> Here's another stupid one from this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are really interesting, like about... Um, how, how it's about the Holocaust and... Yeah, or the one I, I liked the best was that um, it's like a retelling of the Minotaur story. Yeah. And that Jack is like the Minotaur. Yeah. Um, it, it, that lady who had that, that theory has, the, I think, the best argument. Is the less... Oh, the idiots. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. One guy's like, I, I think it's about like the genocide on the Native Americans. Oh. Because he, there's a guy. can of baking soda in the pantry. With oh, my God. Indian that guy's insane. <laughs> that, uh, so <laughs> the, oh. It's like, it's pretty far-fetched. Uh, yeah. And that guy actually claims that Stanley... You Stan- know what? This movie sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that guy claims that Stanley Kubrick told him that that's what it was about. <laughs> He's like, I had the titular line in that movie. <laughs> you, do you know what that movie's about? It's about Stephen King's book. <laughs> if you, if I have this far out theory that this movie is about Stephen King's book. If you want to know what that movie's about, it's already been written. Um, Ask Stephen King what right. it's about. Don't ask Stanley Kubrick. But uh, other than all the hidden stuff in it, it's a, it's a really good movie. And I think it gets better upon multiple viewings. Well, no, I it's pretty I agree scary. So much. I agree so much. And also, real quick, just want to talk about how Shelley Duvall in that movie was like pushed to the emotional limit by Stanley Kubrick during the filming of that. Have you guys ever heard of that? Like he physically pushed her around? Yeah, he pushed her off a, a bridge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's some dedicated filmmaking. He basically was like swearing at her and called her a bad person and she got so stressed out reportedly that she got physically ill during the production. Like a woman. Like a woman. Oh, woman. come on, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. All those emails about him being sexist are not stopping him at all. <laughs> Please Never. email us about how Matt sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but her like hair started to fall out. That's oh. how, that's how stressed oh. that she was. That's like a woman. Her hair falling off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like means nothing. <laughs> it's utterly meaningless. All right. Um, I could talk about The Shining forever, but we'll keep it. We'll keep it going. I love The Shining. It's a really cool movie. Yeah. Good but choice. You need right. to see it a few times. Yeah, Matt. Um. So in line with uh. Just like secret stuff being in movies or whatever. Uh, my number five pick is The Exorcist. <sighs> oh. That I mean, that has to exist on this list somewhere. Yeah. you know, um, like, you can't you talk hear me about just sigh. I still get. I just get scared at the name. It's very yeah. It's very like just. It gives you a feeling when you think about Ugh. it, which is really strange. This movie uh, I saw when I was younger. And how old were you? Um, nine. Ooh, did wow. that <laughs> keep smoke. you up for weeks? <laughs> Not as bad as uh, it, it did, but uh, yeah, it was it was bizarre. But 
since that movie, I got a real soft spot for d- demonic possession movies, like to a T. Like yeah. I, I don't know why. No matter what it is, uh, there, there was one that came out. I forgot what it was called, but it really wasn't that good. But like I, I just. I said it was good, and I fought everybody on it, and mm-hmm. it, I, I still think it was good. But I just know it's because I have a the last exorcism, um, the last exorcism two <laughs> that seriously exists. <laughs> the last time we exercise Emily Rose part four. All right, seriously, guys, can this you is believe the last that there's time. A, can you believe that there's a last exorcism two? <laughs> like, how dare they? I really can't believe that. <laughs> I swear to God, it just came out. It's actually got a really cool poster. You guys should look up the poster. Um, but um, yeah. So uh, speaking of like the secret stuff, I think we talked about it one of the other uh, podcasts. There were like there's like faces. Right. They released it. Um, there's the theatrical release, and mm-hmm. it's you know as is as it was in the theater. But then they, the DVD came out, and they they released the unedited version. And yeah, there are just like these weird faces that like just pop up and disappear. But it's like a quick frame of it, right? Right. Yeah. Not in the scene. It flashes to a. Yeah, like a white, a, the white face. The white, white face. face um, yeah. It's in the scene, too. There there are ones where it's, like, in the corner. Yeah. And, like, just, like, off in the distance and stuff like that. Ugh. Oh, it's terrible. I hate uh, you, it. You know DJ, right? The guest host DJ? He <laughs> met the lady who plays the white face. <laughs> really? Yeah, he met That's her. her the, what, was she, like, sell, uh, signing autographs at a Cumberland Farms? Cumberland Farms. Was she at a Caldor? <laughs> no, she, apparently she was at Rock and Shock. Oh, okay. What, this year? Uh, I think it was last year. I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe DJ should be the one telling the story and not Is me. Is she a juggalo now? No clue. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yes. yeah. Can you, can, you get the, can you get the facts before you start? I'm going to say yes, up? because <laughs> it makes a better yes, story. Yeah, it makes but, a better um, story. Yeah, uh, the... Um, one thing I really liked about that movie, one of the iconic scenes, is when she uh, like crab walks down the stairs well, backwards. That wasn't in the original cut either. Right. That was that was, that was in, in the, the re-release, re-release yeah. right? But um, did you know that? Uh, well, I heard. It. I just forgot about it. But the, but the point I wanted to make was, you know, what gets me more than that scene mm-hmm. is the sound effects of her, of just the music, walking down the stairs because it happens so fast and the music is just like, it like sucks the air out of my lungs every time. You know what's weird? Like with that movie, it didn't make my list, but I. It, it probably scared me more than any other horror movie. Um, you, it, know, you know why I have a theory to that? It's because it was just like, it gave you the, the premise that for absolutely no reason, that could happen to you. Yeah. No matter, it doesn't matter who you are or what you did. And at a time, and I saw it at a time in my life when I was just starting to watch like all these horror movies and I could handle them. So I saw like Halloween and Freddy Krueger and... You know, oh, Friday I love 13th. that movie, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Halloween and I saw Chucky. <laughs> I saw Michael Myers and I saw Freddy Krueger. Jason you're like, Three. You're like me when I was seven. <laughs> like, oh, there's Michael Myers and then there's a Freddy Krueger. I saw I, Michael I like Myers too. <laughs> anyway, I like was able to watch all these movies and they weren't scary to me any longer because they're kind of campy. Right. And I really wanted to watch The Exorcist. And I remember getting a warning from my dad, being like, "It's kind of on a different level." <laughs> that's it's not in the vein of these like you can watch it if you want but it's really scary right i remember being like oh, i can handle horror movies now like i right. i've i'm, I'm over a it. big boy you know and <laughs> i've uh, seen all the freddy kruegers and right? it's it totally is like in a totally different ballpark it, it just, really is ugh. uh when that movie first came out i i wish i was part of this hysteria um, yeah, people were fainting people were like uh, passing out people people committed suicide after seeing it really yeah because they were just like it really 
freaked people out. And it was at a time where movies like this didn't exist. I know, right. but what, uh, does anybody know when that came out? I know I should because I picked it, but I don't. I want to say 70. It was in the, it was like 70s, right? Yeah. So the the fucking subject matter and the vulgarity and this like yeah the scenes and it's like fucking jamming her crotch with a crucifix. Yeah, and she's like what 11? Right, like that is that is. So crazy! Like every black metal band, like wishes they did that first, <laughs> and like they can't. It's like a movie did it way better. Like it doesn't even matter what band you're in or how metal you think you are. There's nothing more metal than jamming a crucifix into your 11 year old. Oh God, let's not finish that. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, don't finish that. <laughs> I was gonna say. Mouth. No, we <laughs> know can't. what you were going to say. There's no question about what you were going to say. I was going to say sweet spot. So anyways. <laughs> so this didn't. <laughs> and there's blood all over. Oh, gosh. Anyway, I, I just remember seeing that and being like, even for me, who just said the line I just said, I was like, I'm, I feel a little uncomfortable right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I just want to also mention that uh, somebody committed suicide after seeing Avatar. <laughs> So <laughs> what you said really means nothing. Yeah, so Someone committed suicide at The Exorcist. You know and what? Avatar. And, <laughs> and Toy Story 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to put and it And also there. Norbit. In the realm of time, I'm sure a lot of people committed a lot of suicides after a lot of movies. <laughs> just like by coincidence. Right, they, yeah. They saw like uh, must love dogs and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't, it, that didn't tip them over the edge, but like I they saw did you got suicide. mail. It was pretty good, but I was in a rough time in my life. <laughs> Man, I just <laughs> couldn't live with myself after Corky Romano. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you done? Are we good? Yeah, my number five is The Exorcist. Go ahead, BWK. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, really good choice. And you guys picked some really classic, great horror movies, and I'm going to continue the trend here. Um, my number five is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was kidding by continuing the trend. This is a much lighter horror movie. Than I've, <laughs> the, I've the never two. seen it. You it, haven't? It's no. just Scream with a different person. <laughs> oh god, he's wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh my god, he's so wrong. Oh my god, he's so wrong. Um so first of all, go ahead and prove him wrong, BWK. I know what you did last summer came out in 1997. So for anybody who's not familiar with it, which shouldn't be anybody, right? I mean, it's such a cultural touchstone. People know what this movie is, right? Even if you I mean, I know what it's it. in, but I've never seen I w- it. I would actually disagree. You don't think people know what this movie is? I think anymore? a lot of people don't know what this movie is. You think history forgot I know what you did last summer? To a degree. I mean, it, it's been the punchline of a lot of jokes, but uh I don't think I don't know. I I it's I don't think as many people know about it. Then do you think it's think. because it came out in 1997, or you think it's because it's not a great movie? Because it's only got a 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of the both. <laughs> but okay, so let me tell you something. Okay, so uh, as I've mentioned before, I've always been like fascinated by scary movies, but too scared to actually watch them when I was yeah. a, when I was a little kid. I love that. One of the first scary movies I saw and I like kind of like conquered was Scream. And then what came after that was, I know you did last summer. And they kind of like went hand in hand. I think they were even like, and I wish DJ was here to call because he's so good at remembering these dates. But um, I think they came out the same year. Right. I, I remember them being like, I remember thinking about those movies and being like, these movies are exactly the same. Yeah. Like you can't say one without the other. Right, right, right. That's exactly. That's, that's the best way to put it. But um, so, so when I saw, I know what you did last summer, it, for some reason it just it really stuck with me. I, I, was like addicted to it. I watched it all the time. I got it on on video uh, on a DVD, and it was the first DVD I ever owned. Oh, cool! And um, okay, so basically, what it is is these four friends accidentally kill a guy. They hit him on the, uh, they hit him with their car, and instead of like reporting it, they dump his body into the ocean, 
and keep the dark secret, mm-hmm. right? And then a year later, they get they all get letters that say, "I know what you did last summer," and basically it's, you know, who knows and, and what about it? <laughs> what, what do you know? Like, uh, <laughs> what are you? You write that letter? No. <laughs> hey, did you okay. write? It? Just going door to door, like. <laughs> uh, and then they find him at the end of a four-hour movie. <laughs> the guy's like, "No, I didn't." He goes, "Wait a minute, let me see that." All right, maybe I did. Oh yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, that, actually that is my handwriting. But I, I do forget what you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to send it to somebody else. It was a. Uh, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, died. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so anyway, the the thing is, this movie like just really stuck with me. I really loved it. Um, it's not like very scary, but it's it's got like all of the things in place for a scary movie. It's got a creepy guy uh, killer who you know has a specialty weapon, his hook, and um, and so does like, it turn just, out that he's like the ghost of the man they killed? Yeah, it is. Well, no, he's not a ghost, but he he's like he was killed and then he comes back and he's like it's like a Scooby Doo episode for adults. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, there's a couple really cool things I want to mention Why, was before he the we move arcade on. owner. Arcade owner. No, he owned the roller disco. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks okay. for helping me out. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, one of the a couple cool things I want to mention is he has got like this signature hook that he uses to kill people with, and uh, he hooks this guy under his chin and like pulls him across the table, and uh, when he hooks him, you can like see like uh, it, the hook like comes under his chin and out through his mouth. That's cool. And it, I remember when I saw that when I was a kid, it was like, it, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was like really like violent and disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. But, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not selling this well at all right now. <laughs> Sell it. <laughs> okay. But the but the best scene in this movie is um, when uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character is being like chased by the killer. It's so long. I, I'm I'm such a sucker for like um ex- extended like chase kill scenes uh-huh. in horror movies. Uh, it's so long, and uh, he, he finally gets her, and it's like right right before she's about to get help, and um it's just such a good scene. I I think people should go back and rewatch this. It's so cheesy. The dialogue is terrible. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. But uh the movie is. I mean, it's written by Kevin Williams Williamson, who is the guy who does like Dawson's Creek. Oh, he wrote Scream. Maybe wow. That, maybe that's why. Hmm. What are the odds? Interesting. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why. Um, wow. And how wrong. So, so where was I wrong again in my first statement about it being the same movie? Well, just because he's more of like a. It was go- written by the same person. He's more of like a ghost killer than. So it's ghost an actual face. ghost. <laughs> 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 this movie was actually written by Ghostface Killer. <laughs> Ghostface Killer. In all uh, 36 chambers of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> anyway, it's great. And in 2006, they released the third movie. And it's it, so the first one's I know what you did last summer. The yep. second one is I still, I still know, know what you did last summer. Yeah. And the third one is I will always know what you did last uh, summer. And now, then the fourth one was I forgot what you did last summer. <laughs> but but those summers like what summer are they talking about? Because it's certainly not last summer. Sure. At that point, right? Rule sixty nine. Anyway, so there you go. That's my number five. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad we omitted scream from the list, but you put the other scream on it. <laughs> I think the last one is Do you remember what happened last summer? <laughs> I, I think maybe I know what you did last summer. I. In some ways, like better the scream. I don't wow, know that, I don't know if that's true. It's kind of a bold statement coming from you. It's really hard to say. Yeah, sorry. All right, duel. Okay, my number four is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that's a good oh, one. That's a very good one. Um, came out in 1974. So real quick, when I was like kind of reading up on production and stuff, the the movie doesn't have any like gore. Yeah, I know. It doesn't have any blood or gore. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um. This well, movie, the, the remake it, does, though. Yeah, the yeah. remake is, is just <laughs> a 
gore fest. Um, it, but it's really disturbing. Um, you guys have both seen this, right? Yeah. yeah but give it, give us a quick synopsis. It's uh, it's this movie about group of group of dudes. They uh, you know, they run out of gas and they're in the middle of Texas, and they come up on this like reasonably nice looking farmhouse. And, yeah, anybody would um, be proud to live in that house. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful house. Well, on the outside, it looks it's pretty well kept. <laughs> yeah, it's a well kept house. Um, so they go, you know, go to ask for help. And mind you, this is before movies like this existed. This sounds like a you know precursor to any horror movie now. Um, but they, you know, go in and they ask for help. And there's like all these like chicken bones. Like the whole house is decorated in like dead things. So you're like, what, what the hell is going on? And then Leatherface comes out, and he's this giant man in this like hum- wearing a human f- person's face for a mask and uh Ugh. kills people with a chainsaw and, so twisted like, keeps people on hooks he's like a butcher oh hooks kind of like ben willis from uh <laughs> from hook <laughs> oh, from, uh, from i know you did last summer <laughs> yeah you know ben willis from hook <laughs> good form peter um so it was directed by toby hooper who went on to direct um the, um, Matt's pol- just pol- laughing at his name. <laughs> <laughs> Toby he went on, Hooper. He went on to direct uh, Poltergeist. Um, he was hoping that this movie would get a PG rating. <laughs> hoping like, well, the no- Texas Chainsaw Massacre get he, a PG rating. He thought it was going to get a PG rating because there's actually no blood or guts in it. So he was like, "Yeah, it'll, it'll probably get PG. Like if they're shooting for PG, it wound up getting an X rating. <laughs> X." <laughs> I can only imagine how wide his eyes got when he opened that letter. Uh, we're going to give you an X. It was, like he, it was like he got the bill at dinner and it was way too much in the head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, edited it down to a hard R. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was banned in many countries. Um, a lot of like, you know, theaters were prohibited from showing it. Um, in Canada, all the theaters, if they showed it, they would be charged on these like weird morality charges. What? You know, a lot of theater owners were arrested for showing it. It was like, you know, just a huge deal. That's typically, you know, any movie that has a lot of controversy, you hear about like crazy stuff. Right? Yes, yeah. that happened with Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> what? Well, Mortal Kombat oh, won. Yeah, but <laughs> also. Are we Mortal- talking about the video game or the movie? <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, sorry, the video game. Okay, oh. cool. Um, so yeah, I mean. Same thing. I watched this movie kind of later in life after I was like, yeah, no horror movie scares me now. I've seen The Exorcist. And seeing that movie, it's just so gritty and just makes you feel yucky when you yeah. watch it. Have you ever seen the the remake? I have. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I, I think like, it's really good. I like it too. A lot of people don't like it. I actually... You're talking about the Jessica Biel one? Yeah, yeah Jessica yeah, Biel. I liked it. Yeah, I like it too. too. It's really, really gory. You know what I heard too? Which uh, Actually, the other day, I had like a little horror movie night over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, was I heard was good. Everyone in the room said it was actually really good. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I heard that too. The new like, one that just came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, which is the sequel to the remake. And a prequel and that, to them all. <laughs> right, yeah. And it was I thought it was atrocious. I didn't even see it. It uh, was yeah, I saw garbage. It. I, I thought it was okay. It's <laughs> really really gory it's really formulaic yeah i thought it was gonna be a nice backstory into right. leatherface and i was like this, will, this is gonna be good and it just kind of starts the whole movie the the opening credits starts with like 
you know, newspaper clippings of like crazy boy goes insane, like boy found in dumpster, and it's Leatherface. Somebody's and then it just picks up, boy. and it's pretty much Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It really like a group is. of kids gets lost, and that's it. That family, like the fam- the Texas Chainsaw family, yeah, uh, basically just does the same thing to everybody. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, they broke down. Let's kill them. Hey, <laughs> you know let's, let's feed them something gross <laughs> and <laughs> kill them. <laughs> let's feed them something yucky <laughs> and put them to bed. <laughs> um, their right is Americans to defend their property. So <laughs> this is my mom's story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. My mom hates scary movies because of Texas Chainsaw. Oh yeah, and because of Jaws. But um, one of the the great stories that she's told me about Texas Chainsaw is she went to go see it in the drive-in with my dad mm-hmm. uh, when they were like, you know, kids or whatever, and um, they they were watching. My mom was terrified. She was so scared. And my dad's friends uh, hopped the fence at the drive-in with chainsaws. With the, like <laughs> the, with the chain out of it, and ran around just like terrorizing people in their cars during the movie. And uh, did your dad know that was going to happen? Yeah, my dad knew. <laughs> my mom didn't. And uh, it was like uh, it was like the most traumatizing thing to my mom that she still tells that story to this day. Like, wow, <laughs> you know what? You know what? And then she married your dad. <laughs> I know. What a Christ. fool! What a terrible <laughs> you know fool! You know, <laughs> you know what's really funny <laughs> that you just told that story? Yeah, is because uh, this year at my haunted house we. We literally built that exact scene. What we built uh, on the on the trail. We you, you, the last scene you go through is a drive-in with real drive-in movie theater uh, projections, and there's victims at the beginning where all the concession stands are and they're all bloody and they're running away. And then once you once the wagon gets up to the screens on both sides, it's projecting a movie. Um, uh, chainsaw guys come out from beneath the screen. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it. <laughs> Dude, oh, it, it is great. I love it. <laughs> um, but that's so funny that your mom experienced that same thing. You recreated my mom's you biggest need, fear. It's oh, the the scene itself costs like thirty five thousand dollars to make, so it's not going anywhere for a couple years. You <laughs> need to fly your mom up here and oh put God. her through that. My my mom also um had, had vowed to never see a scary movie again after that. And she took me to go see. I still know what you did last summer. So that's that, dedication to being a mom. <laughs> that's the that's second. Nice. That's the next horror movie she's ever seen. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You really can't. I mean, yeah, it's a classic. Have, you know, do you guys like that movie? Yeah, yeah I love of it. course. Cool. Um, All right. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. So my number four. I'm going to bring it a little bit more uh, contemporary. Uh, I, this movie came out, I think, last year, um, and I saw it, and it's, it's it really like it was nonstop me being like frightened. But it was. Uh, did anybody see? The Woman in Black? No. No. That was really good. The yeah, Woman in Black? Yeah, that's one with Black? Daniel Radcliffe in yeah. it, right? Yeah. Oh. Really? I, yeah. I heard that that movie is is really good. Yeah. It, it like The whole thing front to back, it's like nonstop tension. <laughs> it's just like... <gasps> is it? What's it about? All right. So it's about this... Um, Wait, a, it has a twist ending, right? It made your top uh, five. Huh? Don't, yeah, don't, like don't spoil wow. the twist ending. I won't spoil anything okay. about the twist ending. But what it's about is a uh, there's this like uh, town... And there's um, this weird things happen where uh, kids keep killing themselves, like children keep killing themselves. And Daniel Radcliffe is sent there. Um, I think he's, I think he's sent there as like a detective. I don't want to say he's a detective. I think he's like an insurance person or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. The most terrifying field. Oh no! You know what he does? He goes. He goes to like. Uh, he goes to this like uh, this property that everyone's afraid of because it's been so uh, isolated forever and. The owner has been dead for so long, and the property, like the bank, wants the property, so he has to go in there and go through all the stuff and whatever. And he stumbles upon all the stuff. Oh, so he's like just a tax agent. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but like he notices the town is very weird, and like these kids keep killing killing themselves. So he kind of like, and he starts to experience some weird stuff. Uh, So he does like a little investigation of himself for himself, 
and it's just he starts to unravel a story about this uh, uh, woman in black. Yeah, it's folklore. This woman in black that like, you know, once you see the woman in black, like you're gonna die, or like the children are gonna die, or something like that. And it's really <laughs> unless you make a copy of the tape. Unless yeah. you make a copy of the tape, show it to other people. But um, it was really scary. Like the whole the whole thing front to back was it was pretty terrible. The imagery, the scares were very well done. Um, it was, it was I just thought it was it was very good. It sounds great, and I've ha- people have recommended it to me before in the past, and I I haven't like really put much stock into that. But if this made your list, oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. No, go. it was good. I I also went. You got? Did you get scared? Yeah. Wow. Like, that must be hard for for you to for you to get scared at scary movies. Now. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I guess it's pretty hard, but it's not. I mean, were you in a certain mood or you, no? No. What it was was like I didn't want to see it either because I had the same, you know predisposition that you guys had. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, like and then, with PG-13 horror movies. Right, right, right. right. And then... Um, Which I, I have no problem with. Right. And then somebody saw it and they told me what I'm telling you. And I was like, eh, well, I, I know somebody I, uh, you know, trust their opinion. So I was like, I'll go see it. And I saw it and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, this is just nonstop. <laughs> like, when's it coming? Like, what's happening next? Like, yeah. it, it was really cool. And uh, like, the scenery was awesome. Um, all like the, uh, the set designs were, were, were really good. It, it was really well done. It really put you in that era. Wow. Yeah. yeah it was cool. cool. I'll have to check that out now. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry that none of us I'm seen th- I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, that you guys mentioned that I haven't seen. We should uh, we should, we should should all uh, we should all watch it. We should, we should start doing separate podcasts where we watch a movie and just freaking <laughs> go off. Like, kind of like a book club, but... Right. <laughs> Top five movie club. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my number uh, four, Women in Black. Great. So my number four is... Um, it, it was a little hard to pick... Uh, from this series of movies, um, but because I love I love them all so much, but my number four is Final Destination. That is a good pick. Yeah, solid yeah. pick. I, yeah, it's not scary, but for like a horror movie and like just being like a good fun movie in that genre, that, that you can't go wrong with those. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. the Final Destination. I, I like is, all of those movies actually. Yeah, they, except for the. Fourth one. I don't think I saw it. The, the fifth one. <laughs> I like every one of them. I haven't seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> I like every one of them. I only seen one. <laughs> um, the uh, fifth one actually might be the best one in the series. I think the fifth one is. Is, is the fourth one with the roller coaster? No, that's the third one. Now that, that's my second favorite. Okay. Um, but the the fourth one is with the NASCAR. So did you pick Final Destination one just as a? <sighs> is that I, is that just as you're picking the series or? What? I I want to pick the series, but are you guys going to object to that? Uh, that's how Dooley won that other one with Back to the Future. The series, not true. I picked. I picked. I specifically said Back to the Future one. Okay, uh, so then if I, I guess I if I have to pick one, then I'd say Final Final D five, FD five, sure, FD five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, because I, the the fifth one is just so clever and it takes itself seriously again. The first movie takes itself seriously, but it um, and I loved it. I love it so much. I saw it with my great grandmother in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> did she love it? <laughs> she loved it. Yeah, she, my great grandma used to love horror movies. Um, did they get? I feel like they get gorier and gorier. Yeah, they do. I never uh, saw five. It gets serious again. It gets serious again, and oh. it takes itself seriously, and it's it's so smart and um. Oh shit! It's got it's got a wicked cool ending. So um, you guys need to see number we'll five. The, we're gonna have to like a little movie marathon sometime and watch all these freaking movies. Yeah, seriously. Uh, four is pretty bad, but um. But the other, all the other Why, ones are, really, are good in the series. What, is it campy or what makes it bad? It's cheesy. Um, it it just doesn't have anything special about it. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, somebody just tried to get by my microphone. And shoved it right into his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> pushed it straight into my mouth. Uh, oh for, my uh, the person needed to get by my microphone so that he could get a banana. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like does it, was that so critical that you had to do that right this second? Uh, anyway, so finally... He dropped his banana on the <laughs> way out. It's <laughs> like a, a game of Mario Kart. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, let me just keep going. about the. So the thing I love about the Final Destination movies, and I'll just quickly summarize what, what it's all about, is um, so basically these kids in all of the movies will avoid um, some kind of death. Are you okay, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Show the mic right in your face. You were trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I wish I got it on camera. <laughs> um, so these kids avoid this like horrible disaster, and um, they d- <laughs> come on, Matt, <laughs> pull it together. Yeah, no, he's got the giggles. He's got the giggles. <laughs> the the kids do listening need, haven't even taken time out. Just keep going. Uh, just ignore me, please. Okay. So um, they avoid this disaster, and they live. They because they like this. Somebody will have like a premonition about a disaster. Uh, they will live through it by avoiding it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the cool thing about Final Destination is that you can't change that about yourself. You were supposed to die then, so if you were supposed to die then, you'll die again in some other way. And they, everybody always dies in these like completely freak accidents. And Yeah. Um, it's that, ju- that's what I like, how it incorporates whatever's happening in the movie to how they die. Yeah, and there's all these like really cool, clever like ways where death like tries to get them a few times and then... Um, you know, isn't isn't able to, and then they end up dying in like completely unexpected ways. Uh, it, something that I think about all the time is in the second movie, there's so many clues. Like this, uh, you're like, okay, this guy's gonna die, mm-hmm. and and so many things happen that like he's gonna, you think he's gonna die from. Like he gets his hand stuck in in the um in the sink, and the garbage disposal comes on. Yeah, and, and uh, the his house is on fire, and there's like. Like, all these things happening that are definitely... You're like, he's definitely going to die by that. But he ends up not dying by that. He slips on on some soup. <laughs> <laughs> and, and something sticks him in the eye. And that's how he goes. But, like, the whole the whole movie, it's just, like, constantly teasing you with, like, oh, that's how he's, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. They're going to die this way. They're going to die that way. Curveballs. And then they always die in a way you never suspect. That's funny. There's, huh. this, there's this one scene which, um, honestly, the death in it is kind of weak. But the sequence leading up to it is pretty cool. Where uh, it's in the third movie. This lady's at at the hairdresser, and she's getting her hair cut. And there's so many things that are going wrong that, like, any second, like, she's gonna get like those scissors in the back of her head, or or the sailing fan's gonna drop. And there's they're teasing all of these th- all these things. What ends up happening is she leaves the she leaves the salon, and a guy was mowing the lawn across the street, and he hits a rock, and it hits her and <laughs> it hits her in the head, and she dies. <laughs> but like, so like the death is a little weak, but like there's so much teasing going up to that that, and you're just on the edge of your seat. And I love those movies; they're so fun. Yeah. And the person who make uh, the people who write and make those movies, they know that they're not making like an Oscar contender for best movie. Right. You know, they they're just making this fun movie that people can see and, and have a good time with, and I I respect that. So much. Yeah. Well, good pick. So final D. Cool. FD five. FD five. <laughs> Dually. Uh, Number three. TP three. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Number three. I I don't know if you, I hope you guys agree. Uh, Evil Dead two. Go away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could imagine you not liking Evil Dead. No, I like it. I like Evil Dead two, just like I like the uh, Evil Dead one, because they're. I picked Evil Dead two. Because like and people are divided, I feel like what they like more. But I like Evil Dead Two. Me too. Better, um, because it's funny, and it was like the first one is just straight up terrifying, right? <laughs> and 
the second one is more like it's got that Three Stooges vibe to it. Um, Shower ahead. <laughs> will, will you uh, give a synopsis? So, in Evil Dead, um, basically what happens is in the first Evil Dead, um, the main character Ash goes to a uh, cabin with his friends to you know catch a Pokemon. Get, yeah. Just, <laughs> Ash catches Pokemon. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> Did you hear my just? <sighs> yeah, the Thanks, just man. deflated. <laughs> um, basically, what happens is they meow. Find <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to yell. You're in you. rare form today, buddy. <laughs> it's too early for me. <laughs> it's either too early or it's too late. I'm fucked. <laughs> there was no. What's, happy what's your best you? time of day? Yeah, it's like six p.m. or uh, I don't know. Like where where when are you optimal? <laughs> I, I have no clue. And every day at three, you just instantly like start to crash and fall yeah. asleep. <laughs> I know, I'm drinking. I'm drinking. An There's energy no happening. You're too. either waking up or you're dead tired. No, that's it. That's <laughs> all groggy. Two functions of my life. This is the second time Matt has claimed to be drinking an energy drink. Do you see one? <laughs> right here, you son of a bitch. It's behind all he my had knickknacks. It hidden the whole time. Did you think he was making it up for the like for the context? Yeah, I was like, that's a weird like uh, lie. lie. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't be tossing around who's a liar here with all your fake Zemvia uh, can cracks. <laughs> we know what you're drinking. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, I want to take a picture of what you're really drinking. <laughs> all right, so I'm actually about to open this up. So go ahead. Yeah. Um. So. They oh, quote-unquote Zemvia. <laughs> okay. They read this ancient scripture uh, from the Book of the Dead, also known as the Necromicon, and um, it unleashes just evil, and uh, these like evil undead uh, people just come and basically take their souls. So the first one's really scary. There's a tree rape scene in it, and it's really gory, and it's it's pretty brutal, and people were very... Um, it was like it wound up being a cult hit. Um, the sequel came out in 1987, and they wanted it to be a little more like funny. Um, but the beginning, you guys probably know this, the beginning of the movie, they couldn't put in scenes from the original to like recap what happened. So the, basically, the beginning of Evil Dead 2 is like the <laughs> is just Evil Dead One. Like they set <laughs> they, like, it up all over it. again. Yeah, yeah they right. like refilmed it, and that confused me so much when I w- when I was like. Uh, watching these movies for the first time. Because if you watch them back to back, it's like, why, why, why is this happening again? again? Yeah, like why I always is thought it was like, like a remake because of that. Right, and it, it, and in some ways it is. It kind of is. Like he definitely wanted Sam Raimi directed it. He definitely wanted to do it like better. Um, but yeah, so it's just really funny. One scene that I love, and I think a lot of people reference this, is when um, his hand turns against him. Oh yeah. So he's like fighting his own hand. <clears throat> And he winds up cutting off his hand, and he traps it underneath a uh, bucket, and then puts a stack of books on top of the bucket. And the um, f- book that you see on top is a farewell of the arms. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a good. There's joke. like all, all sorts of like funny uh, gags. I, in the movie I love like that, that the hand like talks too. It's like, yeah, <laughs> 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 it's like what? Why? How does it do that? How does it produce that sound? <laughs> and there's just like so many like there's straight up Three Stooges gags in it when like uh, you know. His hand goes to like poke him in the eyes, and he like oh, he puts stops the, yeah. it by putting his hand in the middle of his face, right. and then like slaps him in the face. So, <laughs> and, uh, also like when they just like everything in the house just like starts laughing. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like and he's like dying laughing. <laughs> he's got like his hand missing. <laughs> he's been uh, that Ash, the ca- the main character in that movie, just 
gets beaten up so bad. Right. Like, he just gets uh, he gets it. He just gets it. Well, and I, at that point he's just like laughing so hard with like everything else in the house. Like the lamp is laughing at him and stuff <laughs> like Well I guess the those uh, movies are so goofy. <laughs> I guess the big rumor is that they're doing an Army of Darkness too. Yeah. Oh, I did hear that. What I here's what I heard. Here's the rumor. So they recently remade Evil Dead. Right. As you may or may not know. Which is incredible. Did you guys all see it? Oh yeah. my god, it's incredible. It's so good. They did such a good job with that. It's so good. And and such such a risk to remake Evil Dead. Right. Because of like the cult following behind right. it. Yeah. And I I can't believe they did it and pulled it off. Yeah, they did a really really good job. And everyone um, everyone likes it too. Like Evil Dead fans really like it. Because it, it was so gory and it wasn't CGI gore. Yeah, right. Which you never see anymore. Yeah, agreed. Um. Anyways, so yeah, what they want to do is they're gonna make a new Evil Dead two, right? They want to they want to make sequels to the remake, and then they're making an Army of Darkness two, which is a sequel to the original trilogy, and then eventually those two universes are gonna meet up. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that um, Mia from the remake is gonna be in Army of Darkness too. Yeah, they want they want to like link it and start wow. making sequels to the original franchise, and then make sequels to the new remakes, and then link so it up, which I think is an awesome idea. So your number four, three, three, three is you're, Evil Dead Two. It is Evil Dead. Yeah, two. I like Army of Darkness just fine. I don't love it. I don't love it like I don't love it like either. Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Um, it's it's more it's weird because the first one's straight up horror. The second one is like horror comedy, and the third one's like action adventure. It's yeah, not it's really. It's like slapstick comedy too. It's yeah. oh yeah, Wicked. it's 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 uh, has a lot more of the comedy element. Really, no horror. Nothing scary about it at all. There's no. no. <laughs> they don't even try. Nope, it's, not even close. It's more so like an action movie. It's like an yeah. adventure movie. Oh, that's a good pick. But yeah, so Evil Dead Two. That that also had to be on this list somewhere too. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, my number three um, is also. A newer movie, which actually turned into quite the franchise, but I'm picking the first one. So my number three is uh, Paranormal Activity. Cool. Oh, great. I'm so glad that that's on your list, Matt. I loved that movie. Yeah. I got into so many arguments with people defending that movie to the death. Why? What do, what do people say against that movie? You know how people are. They want, they want like, uh, they demand their monster to be seen and yeah. they don't like... They don't like subtlety, which is what I love in horror. That's why I love The Strangers so much was because it was so subtle, like everything they did. Well, it's weird because, you know me, I love gore. Yeah. That's like what I look for. But I also, I can appreciate that too. Like I really liked Paranormal Activity. There's like like, no gore in that movie either too. Yeah, they're just like, uh, oh, it's, you know, it was so slow and it's like nothing like really happened and... And that's like what's so scary about it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, if you're you go, the point. Like, if that ever happened in real life, that's how it would happen. <laughs> if you go back and rewatch those movies, even when you know what happens, the way that they pace them, it's oh. so hard to figure out when it's going to happen again. Right. It's the, they're so good. I, I like all of them. Well, I haven't seen the fourth one, but I like all of them. When I uh, first saw it, I saw it in the theater, and I had a good time watching it. But when, I, when it was over, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it was good. And then I went home that night, and I right. couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and I was, was like, I think that's how I know I really liked it. Yeah. but um, Do you want to explain it real quick? Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Paranormal Activity is a... It kind of plays on sort of the found footage genre where everything's recorded on, like, uh, hand cams and security cameras. And uh, it's about this... Uh, well, the first one... I'll, just, I'll explain the first one as if I don't know what happens in the other ones. Okay. Um, so the first one is about... Um, this couple who it turns out they are uh, haunted and it turns out they are being haunted by a demon and they it, try to capture it they on try camera. to capture it on camera and all this crazy stuff happens and like there's this really 
cool twist ending to it and then it sets up the next movie and then there's now four I, of them and the, I think the they're all great. The sequels are so good too the way that they incorporate like the mythology. They're really yeah. smart. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. It, it's, it is very smart because like the second one was the second one was a sequel, right? Yeah. And then the third one... Well, kind of. It kind of happens at the same time as the first one. Right, right, right. So it's just like um, yeah, it moves parallel to the first one. Par- and parallel activity. Parallel activity. The third one. <laughs> the third one is. Come on, you laughed. I mean, uh, if, 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 maybe it's not a great joke. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the third one's kind of like a uh, almost like a prequel where it's like supposed to be like home movies from when they uh, when the characters were kids, and then the fourth one is um, a more up to date one, which I thought was really cool because I used. I, the, I didn't uh, see the fourth one at all. You didn't? No. I was, well, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, Probably my least favorite of the franchise. Was that in the movie theater? Or was that straight? Yeah, no, it was definitely in the movie theater. I didn't even um, remember. They do a real cool uh, effect with the Xbox Connect. Which what? I thought, <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that? No, the Xbox Connect is right. in it. The, the Xbox Connect is in it, and what they do because you know how the Connect works, where it puts out all the dots. Yeah. If you film that in blacklight at night, you can see the dots. Yeah, yeah. So they do cool effects where it's like, you know, the Xbox and the Connect's always on. It's infrared. Dots, it's infrared. Yeah. yeah. Um. The Xbox is always on, so like they'll show the security camera, and like, um, like there'll be a person laying, um, like sleeping on the couch, and you see all the dots, and then all of a sudden you see like a figure moving through the dots, but it's just the figure. So it's like a cool little thing. I was like, ah, that's kind of neat. Yeah, I guess if you have. <laughs> oh, to, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I guess if you have to incorporate Xbox 360 <laughs> into your thing, you might as well do it that way. Right, but um, that, that's in the second movie. I know you, your pick is for the first, but in the second movie, there's that like really great sequence with the babysitter. Do you remember that? Yeah. And uh, and it's on the camera's position, uh, or is this the third movie? Third. Uh, it's the third, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when the camera's positioned on on the um, uh, fan, you know, it, the guy like modifies a oscillating fan mm-hmm. and he puts like a video camera on it, so it would like get the whole room. Yeah. Um, and the camera like just slowly goes back and forth, back and forth, and uh, it keeps like moving. And the babysitter's like stand, just doing her homework and stuff, and the ghost stuff is happening around her. It's just so scary, right? And it's so tense, and you don't know yeah. when it, when it's gonna get loud and when it's gonna right. get crazy. Well, I feel like that's with that movie. You know, when you're first watching it, if you don't know much about it, it kind of almost like starts to look like one of those like shows on sci-fi, like Ghost Hunters, which I hate. You know, so I th- I was like, oh, okay, like ghosts, like this will be cool. But it's not until like middle to almost late in the movie that you find out it's not a ghost, it's a demon. Right. So I think that was kind of like almost like a t- not not really a twist, but it was. It made it more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think like they almost marketed it as like you know it's called Paranormal Activity, it, like it's you know that paranormal state show or ghostbusters 3 they make you they lead you believe it's going to be <laughs> ghostbusters 3 right. they, and, <laughs> and they call it ghostbusters 3 so like <laughs> you think it's gonna be a ghost it, it <laughs> makes you wonder how they got the rights to that name right. but uh paranormal yeah that's activity ghostbusters 3 <laughs> that is my pick for number three paranormal activity all right bwk it's a great pick uh let me grab my list um so my number three is uh, actually, it's it's our first duplicate. Uh oh! And it's uh, the Shining. The Shining, yeah. right? A little higher on my list, um, uh, probably for no particular reason. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about a lot of this stuff. But what I just wanted to mention is that this movie is like really unnerving. Like, if, if while you're watching it, you you start to feel like so uncomfortable towards the end of that movie, and uh, like when the hotel starts like coming alive, mm-hmm. it's. 
it's got so, such iconic imagery with you know with the elevator doors opening and all the blood pouring out of yeah. it and um you know the the tw- the twin girls that are end up being killed and you know you see them the, and then they're it flashes and then they're dead and uh just like such iconic imagery that's been used so much also um did you know that the, that tw- those twin girls are actually not twins they're like four years apart no way really yeah i always thought that they were twins in fact i just called them twins why wouldn't you (laughs) you just referred to them as the twin girls yeah i know (laughs) but they're actually not um so for you did it did it take a few times to watch it to really like yeah i I wanted to bring that up while you were talking too is um the first time i saw it i was like that's good it's slow but uh, i mean it's good you can tell it's a well-made movie yeah um and then the same thing happened where I was like possessed by it. I, I wanted to see it again. I, the the thing that always replays in my head, and I feel like I, I think about this scene like once a week, <laughs> is uh, when Wendy, <laughs> Wendy is on the staircase and she's got the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. And Jack is like walk like like taunting her up the stairs, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Give me the bat, give me the bat," and she's like swinging it at him, and she's so destroyed at yeah. that point. She's yeah. she's scared. She's like tired. Um, and it's just it's, there's something like really scary about Shelley Duvall's performance in that scene, and then obviously, obviously Jack is just so intimidating. Yeah, and you just think like there's no there's no way they can successfully get away from him mm-hmm. while because they're trapped in this hotel and there's so much snow and and she has a fucking bat and he's just walking at her. Yeah, and he's, she's scared. He's not he's not scared of her at all. He thinks he he thinks. He, it's almost like he knows, like I'm, like I'm gonna get you. There's no way you're gonna fend, yeah. fend yourself off with that baseball bat. Um, and I think, I think about that scene all the time. And she's just like, she loves him, and she's just like pleading with him to like not do what he's about to do. Yeah. And it's just something really, really scary about that. I think about it all the time. Yeah. Especially when he says like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your fucking head." In. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's how he is. It's too. My impression of Jack Nicholson. Bash your hey, you fucking. Hey, you fucking. Bitch. <laughs> you fucking Shut up, bitch! <laughs> Give me back my spoon. Uh, and it's just—it's just so scary. And then, like, when he starts like losing it, yeah. When he starts losing it, like, you just—you just feel the tension building. Yeah. Um, and it—it—it ha- it, it happens pretty early on in the movie that he starts like slipping. Um, I just mentioned that I was reading the book, and I was a little hesitant to put this on my list because I was afraid, like, is it because I'm reading the book right now that I'm like, it's on my brain? And then uh, the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I, I think about this movie all the time. This movie is it's so deserving of being like a horror classic. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, if it's all right with you, of course, is um, <laughs> how in the book, I guess, so they, what, did they drive like a yellow beetle in the book? Yep. And then in the movie, they drive, what, a red beetle or something? Yep. A totally different color, and then there's a scene where there are um, some that dude, uh, Mr. Carruthers, mm-hmm. is driving down the uh, street, and he notices a yellow beetle. Like he he sees an, a car accident, and it's a yellow, yellow beetle uh, crushed by a Mack truck. Yep. So that was supposed to be like Stanley Kubrick putting that in there to say like, yeah, we'll tell Stephen King that like yeah. I'm doing it differently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Stephen King actually hates the movie. He thinks it's an insult to his book. And yeah. um. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, Matt's making these weird hand gestures, and I'm I have trying no to tell idea you to what talk they talk louder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at this; he's like barely registering on the freaking <laughs> recording software. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, but that's like the wrong gesture to make for that. Wait, <laughs> he's, look, look. he's making like a money sign, like you know, like rubbing like, his oh, thumb no, in with his fingers. I'm Shining a, for number three. I'm that's doing, the money maker. <laughs> I'm doing the hand talking <laughs> signal with my hand raising. You're playing up. the world's smallest violin. <laughs> This is a duck. <laughs> this is clearly a duck. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Stephen King actually hates the movie. He thinks it's like an insult to his book. 
Um, the book has a couple different things in it that are really, really scary, mm-hmm. but would not translate well to a movie. Yeah. There's like this sequence of like hedge mazes, like uh, not hedge maze. Um, there's no hedge maze in the book, but there's um, uh, hedge animals, you know, like uh, what is that called? When you, uh, topiary. A topiary, Couple yeah. There's a topiary sequence, and, and it's really, really scary in the book, but like if you put that in the movie, people would think it was stupid. Right. With like topiary animals coming to life and like attacking people and stuff. Yeah, probably. People would think that was stupid. So I think it's smart the changes that they made. There are a couple things that I wish were in the movie, but it would make the movie so much longer. And like Wendy is so much more aware of everything than uh, in the book than she is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I like it better that she's not so aware in in the in the movie. I I mean I guess that it, it's good that they exist separately from each other. Um. Uh. But you know what's cool, and this will be the last thing I say about The Shining. Um, it's more about the book too. They actually just released Stephen King just released a sequel to The Shining. Yeah, called uh, Doctor Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, and it's about Danny when he gets older uses his Shining to like help elderly people pass like pass away. Mm-hmm. And um, it, did you read it? No, I haven't read it yet because I've never read The Shining and I want to get through that first. Yeah. And uh, me and a couple of our friends are uh, doing like a little uh, book club. Yeah. Where we're we're reading The Shining right now and then we're gonna read Doctor Sleep after and I'm so excited about it. And I guess that's all I should say about The Shining, right? I mean, we already <laughs> talked about it plenty. Uh, so, well, yeah, okay, uh, let's move on. Good all pick. Right. Number two, Dooley. All right, getting up there. My number two is Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Oh, the 60 version. Of course. Yeah. What do you mean, of course? Do you like the remake? It's I love identical. it. identical. It sucks. You think Why? it sucks? Because it's not in black and white. It's oh my God! Oh, no, God, God forbid! It's not in black and white. Do you, black you like you glasses? Like, you like the uh, the remake? Yeah, I like them both because they're the same fucking movie. I actually like the I mean, remake it's, better. It's really not though. It is no. Yeah, okay. It, it's, okay. a diff- it's a different movie. This is this is boring for people to listen to you guys go back and forth that way. <laughs> so okay, tell us, uh, sell us on the sixty version. Yeah, um, are you sure I'm you so want? Do you want me to change all the equipment to analog so when you, <laughs> it's nice and true for you? I mean, do you not like this movie? No, I like it just fine. So but what's just, the problem? I just wouldn't. I wouldn't like put it over the other one for any other reason. So you like them equally? Yeah. You guys are gonna like actually fight each I'm other. I'm so upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand what. And you know what? You know why did you even ask the question if there was a right answer? I actually forgot what the question I asked was. <laughs> and, um, and Dooley, do you do you realize that like you guys are arguing that you both like <laughs> this movie, but like for some reason you guys are arguing about it? <laughs> anyway, go go ahead. Give us a quick synopsis of the movie. Um. And then give us a synopsis of the other one. It was. Uh, <laughs> well, <up>, that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so it was super controversial when it came out, obviously. Um, I was reading something pretty cool when um, it came out. So, uh, oh, yeah, so the movie, by the way, is about uh, zombies. and um, I think it's the the best zombie movie. I agree. I agree. Um, it was directed by George A. Romero. Um, when it came out, I guess at the time, horror movies would be like Saturday like matinees like in the theater. And a lot of times kids would go because horror movies weren't super scary in 1968. It was more like, just kind of like... Attack of the 50-foot woman. Exactly. Right. And um, I can't believe that's a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's his name? Ebert? Was Uh, it Ebert? Yeah, okay, sure. Ebert? (laughs) Yeah, that guy. We have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Roger Ebert went and saw it. And he said there was a bunch of kids in the theater and they were getting ready to watch it. And kids were like crying during it because they didn't expect it to be so scary right it's, it is totally different from those kinds of movies absolutely it's super realistic and everyone dies spoiler alert mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone dies um 
So it was super controversial when it came out. No one had ever really seen anything like it. Well, doesn't Barbara get away? Doesn't she, doesn't she die? You, I don't think she dies. I think she gets away. At least I know in the remake she does. Oh, is there, is there like a difference there between the? Okay. I, you know, so, I don't uh, know. <laughs> I think I found the difference between the two movies. That's the difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no hope. This movie um, was uh, inducted into the Library of Congress as like a uh, contemporary classic um, because of like how true it rings. Like it has a lot of undertones about society and how we deal with chaos and. Um, all this stuff, and it's just so. Do you think that that was good. that was the intention of the movie, or do you think he was just trying to make a scary movie that people would think was scary, and people have read too much into it over time? Uh, I per- watching it, I personally think that he he was making a statement. I think that after that, with like Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead, I think that was him trying to make movies that were like scary, right? Yeah, and then like Diary of the Dead is obviously like another social comedy. Do you guys like? Do you guys like those movies? Woof. That have movie. you seen Have you seen Diary of the Dead? No. It Diary is, of the Dead. It is Dead actual is trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you paid any well, money for Diary of the Dead, you've you've already made a mistake. You right. guys might disagree, but I hated The Land of the Dead. Did you guys like that movie, too? No, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was it. that great. Yeah. I was so, so excited for that movie. I saw it in the movie theater, and it was garbage. Yeah. One of the... Uh, one of the zombies gets shot and like the, the thing is like they allude to this in Day of the Dead that the zombies are getting smarter mm-hmm. and um, like there's a leader zombie who's like come on other zombies he talks <laughs> he doesn't talk but one of the zombies gets shot and the zombie goes no are oh, you kidding come on what is same director as as this movie which is brilliant and then you got Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead but the the uh, <clears throat> Dawn of the Dead remake I think is is light years better than the original Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, no, uh, I disagree. Oh, Matt, um, I like the original Dawn of the Dead. I like them both, but for different reasons. I I, I, I I like the remake too. I think the I like remake is so good. And um, when I was looking up, I was doing like research for this this uh, podcast. I uh, saw that Dawn of the Dead remake made like a ton of lists of like best horror movies of all time. But the original Weird. wasn't on it anywhere. Send hmm. more paradise. Not that I'm trying to say like my opinion is more right than yours, <laughs> but you know people agree, so uh, critics agree. You know, so um, so just saying so. So, yeah, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead um, sparked a bunch of other zombie movies. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, then you got like Return of the Dead and Zombie and all those and dead, all dead those movies. Yeah, so, and this was like the first zombie movie, but. Um, Zombie mythology existed before this, right? Of course, yeah. Right. It's so weird that it, that. I mean, I guess. Well, you had all these like to start super somewhere. super old, like from like the you know, 30s and 40s. You have these like voodoo kind of like reanimation of the dead voodoo, movies. Voodoo, running from a magic. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was just. I'm just. <laughs> was that an ICP <laughs> reference? <laughs> I can't. If I hear the word voodoo, I have to say that line. Really? Why? I think, I think a godsmack. <laughs> I'm not the one who's so far away. This really is a spooky episode, everybody. <laughs> I'm possessed by Sully Erna from Godsmack. Oh, God, you know his name? What do you mean? He lives in our state, man. All right, so... I don't know everybody's name that lives in our state. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead is my number two. Um, people consider it to be a uh, you know a contemporary classic, unlike the uh, forgettable remake. And then, uh, yeah, so <laughs> go ahead. Did you have that written in your list? That was in, that was a factoid. Yeah, the forgettable remake. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. We ta- talked about this the last episode, uh, episode sixteen with killers when I picked zombies. But um, I just like to say it again. Um, somebody give me another zombie movie like 
Night of the Living Dead. Stop with the worldwide plagues. I want a nice, intimate, small town. Cemetery overruns it. Like, yeah, no hope for you know nothing. Not like, oh, the virus and plague has overcome ninety percent of the population. It's the world is all zombies. It's like I don't want that anymore. I'm done. It was cool once. Yeah, having said that, twenty eight days later is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, but and that, that, that's a global scale kind of thing too. But but uh, that was then, and it was cool when they did it. Right, now, it, everything is like that. You're you're so right, and yeah. it sucks. It's just like, oh great, I just won't leave my fucking house, or if I find a desolate area, I won't leave there, or it's just, I don't no, know. I, I yeah, it. I like the idea of just slow moving, slow moving zombies. Right, um, that's why I like this movie so much. Me too, there's, I agree. There's actually a scene in the remake, uh, and uh, forgive me if it's in the original too, but um, where uh, Barbara is like leaving, and she like she's all alone, and she's like just like sick of it and she's walking and she's literally just like pushing zombies out of her way <laughs> and she's like just walking through a giant crowd and she's just, she's like crying and she's just shoving zombies out of her way as she just walks walks through them <laughs> like, like the fuck and this is after here. everyone else has already been like totally ripped ripped apart by them and uh like she watched everybody die and all sh- all she has to do to get through the crowd is just like push them. She's just pie facing them. She's like enough, <laughs> enough. But I'm done with you. There's something there's something really cool about the fact that like one zombie is not is, is not an, is not enough to to get you, but eventually there will be hundreds of them. And you'll then, always right. die, and you'll get overwhelmed. And there's just right. something so so scary about like the the way that the it's, the number. It's all, you know what it is. It's reverse uh, ninja theory from movies. You know the ninja theory. Nope. If there's one ninja on the screen, he kills everybody. If there's multiple ninjas on the screen, they drop like flies. <laughs> the ninjas do. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, think about it. Any movie where there's multiple ninjas for some reason, they all are easy to kill. But if there's only one ninja on the screen, he is unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And so zombies and ninjas are reverse, are complete polarities of each yeah. other. <laughs> what's your, so what's your number two then? All right. So my number two, uh, I love this movie. This is one of the more classic ones. But my number two is, it got mentioned already, but it's not a pick. But my number two is Poltergeist. No, oh, Poltergeist is awesome. Po- that's my honorable mention. Is it? Uh, I love you Poltergeist. Scared the shit out of me. I love Poltergeist. I love Poltergeist two, uh, three, eh. But one and two, I love that guy from two. I've only seen shit. the first one. You never seen the second one? Yeah, no. I've never seen the second one either. Oh my god, really? They're, all right, so they have this one guy in two. I know I picked number one, but uh, uh they have this guy. In <laughs> I know I picked number one, but here's <laughs> a lot about number two. <laughs> no, no, no it's just, I just want to tell you about this guy because he makes the movie. He he is he is one of the the um, the ghosts, and he, he's trying to get uh, the girl to come with him. But he poses as like the southern, like um, religious fanatic. But when he was fil- like the guy they cast was like in advanced stages of cancer, and he looked like it, and he's fucking terrifying. Ooh. And he's he's like he's got this real like bright like uh, personality to him, but he's just so scary looking. But he's always like. Oh, what a beautiful child. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to come with me? And it's just like... Oh. I just picture you in the movie. <laughs> right. Well, it's exactly what he sounds like. I do a spot-on impre- uh, impression. Of oh, that's so. good. But, um, yeah, so that guy was great. But in the first one, um, I loved it. It was, You know what I liked about it? It was very... Like, the family was a believable family. Like... The parents smoked pot. Yeah. Uh, the daughter just was... Just like all families. Right. Like everybody's <laughs> family in reality. Um. But uh, they were just trying to make ends meet and just trying to be, you know, whatever. And the dad was a real estate uh, developer uh, selling phases. Just like all families? Just mm-hmm. like every family <laughs> I've ever met. Uh, and then, like, they just, crazy stuff starts happening. And they think it's cool at first. And then it becomes 
you know, yeah, that, that's my favorite part of that sending movie. the girl across the floor. Right. Like, check this out. It was like, that's my favorite part of that movie is when they're just like having fun with the fact that they're being haunted and they like, like kind of like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember, I don't, is the movie, is the movie long? Is it a long movie? Kind uh, of. Kind no. of. I, was, I remember the first time I saw it, I felt like it was just relentless. Like once it starts going, yeah. I was like, this movie's going and going and going. And at one point you think it's over. Right. And it just keeps going. Oh, it scared the shit it out gets of me. Like, it turns into like a fun house at the end of that movie too. It's just every turn they take, there's something horrible happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I never really thought it was too scary, but I always was like obsessed with how... Like, um, just fun it was. Right. And there's, like, cool little factoids about it. Like, that's one of those, that's another one of those movies where, like, st- like terrible stuff was happening to the cast left and right. Like, a lot of people... A lot oh, of behind them, the scenes? Yeah, like, a lot of the... Like, almost nobody from the original cast is, like, still alive. <laughs> um, wow. Is that, that little girl died, too, right? Yeah, in, like, really bizarre ways and things like that. Um, uh, when, you know the scene when they... You know how, like, they're building a pool... And then there's that one scene where he falls into the pool, oh, and it's like so been cool. raining, and those corpses rise up. Yeah, those are real corpses? cadavers. That's so gross. Those are real cadavers that they uh, borrowed or purchased from like a local college or something like that. It's fucking nuts. Really? That's really real? Yeah. Yep. Gross. That's brutal. I know. Who directed that? Steven Spielberg. No, right? it's no. the guy who uh, the guy who directed Texas Chainsaw. Oh, that's right. Why right. did I think Spielberg? He produced it. Oh, okay. So his name is closely attached to it. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love the Poltergeist movies. I watch them in, at least once every year or two. Yeah. Um. I I'd love to revisit it. I haven't seen it since I you know well, I guess I haven't seen it in just a few years, but uh, I'd love to revisit it. They're so fun. Yeah. And you got to see two. I'm gonna well, it's I'm fun. gonna pull a picture of the guy and they'll show you guys while we're <laughs> we're going on. But cool. uh, yeah, that's my number two is Poltergeist. Great, pick. Great, great pick. These are great. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that I was going to be left out of a lot of conversation because I thought you guys would pick a lot of obscure stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. W- with the exception of Woman in Black. Right, but which is a major theatrical release, but you, <laughs> you, you guys just haven't seen it. Yeah, it was uh, number one at the box office <laughs> for a few weeks. There, but but uh, no, I mean, I could have, but I mean, everyone makes, ho- like, I don't know, horror movies are such, like, so dime a dozen like there are good ones out there that i, I haven't seen but i heard are good like uh but there's so many there's so much trash on netflix yeah i know <laughs> it's like everything it's like and oh. sometimes people say that these movies are incredible and then you go you see them and they're terrible there was this one uh that me and dj got wicked excited for because people were raving about this new zombie movie called pontypool has anybody seen this no no and it sounds silly oh uh, so everyone was like oh it's it's you know it reinvents zombies and me and dj were super excited to see it uh, DJ, who's previously hosted the podcast, same same oh kid. God, you've said that five times. Well, I, yeah, whatever. I just reminding people. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that we're not ju- just talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so um, we saw it, and it is the most like stupid, like. It's just so bad, and people were raving about it. So I feel like you guys laughing. Sometimes movies that end up being classics are classics on purpose because they do something that are is different or unique or um, interesting. And it it basically like the good stuff rises to the top, and that's yeah. why we're talking about a lot of the good stuff. He's showing you a picture now. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so this uh, now Matt is passing around Ugh. a picture of that of that character. That's rough. Uh, and he's handing it to me, and I'm gonna give you my reaction. And uh, oh, wow, he looks like a corpse. Right. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. I hope he's uh well. Yeah, he's having fun. Yeah. You hope he's what? Well, I, I just said he was had to like stage like three cancer at the <laughs> time of the filming of the movie. Well, I hope he was comfortable then. He's <laughs> <laughs> comfortable. That's a much more a reasonable wish. Oh man, but he he looks terrible. Well, let's let's uh, keep going. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of good stuff rising to the top and um, doing new and interesting things, my number two is 
Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Very Cabin good. Cabin in the Woods. Very good. This movie is, I think... It almost made my list, but I didn't know if it, I would consider it horror. Yeah, well, I was thinking the same thing, too, about a couple of the ones I picked because they're let just... Me, uh, let me stop you there. Um, what, like, why did you consider it to not be horror? No, it's... Because uh, it's funny, right? Right, but... Because because it kind of breaks the f- because it kind of breaks the fourth wall yeah and it uses horror elements but it I just when you're watching it it's like marketed as like it's a, it's a horror a, you know modern horror movie see I think the cabin but in the woods there's so much going on and when when it's all said and done it's not like scary I think cabin in the woods is more of a horror movie than my number one pick oh. <laughs> but um so I think you're gonna have a problem with my number one. But uh, the reason why I love a Cabin in the Woods is because it's it's a horror movie that does I think what maybe is making you a little uncomfortable about it. It's like a genre deconstruction kind of thing. So it almost feels like a parody of horror movies and less of like a horror movie, right? Because no one would put scary movie on on their list of favorites uh, uh, horror movies, right? Right. But this movie does. I mean, you know, on the flip side, this movie does have actual scares yeah right. at the, the beginning of this movie or you know as it starts going even when they like lift the veil on the secret of what's actually happening it's still pretty scary and i think it actually keeps a lot of the like horror elements running through the movie even even after you know that it's like ma- mostly a comedy yeah at a certain point um and i think that this is probably how people felt about scream when Scream first came out, I, we were all too young, and we were like, "This movie's just scary. People are getting stabbed." Yeah. But what? But I think we're at the right age to pick up what this movie really is, what Cabin in the Woods is now, where kids who are the age we were when Scream came out are having a similar thing. They just think it's scary. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just monsters and stuff like that. Um. So I think that the, these the Scream and uh, Cabin in the Woods actually probably have a lot of uh, similar significance, but <clears throat> the Cabin in the Woods basically is a story, is a cliche story and purposely cliche of um, these four kids that go to a cabin in the woods and um, then they go into this creepy basement and they end up summoning these zombie monsters and, um, you know, it's it sounds really cliche while I'm talking about it, but there's this whole other aspect of um, people, th- like, people, like, watching them while it's all happening and there's a little mystery surrounding that and then I don't want to give away to anybody <laughs> who been, hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's so impossible that to explain. Th- it, it's so hard to explain. And in fact, I have like an interesting story about that too. Uh, but, or I think it's interesting. So it's, I don't want to give away what happens towards the end of this movie, but it goes friggin' bonkers. <laughs> like the last half of this movie is out, out, of, out of control. Like it's, you just don't see it so coming. It's so fun. When, when I saw this movie in the theater, I had never had such a big smile on my face from beginning to end. And I was just I was so yeah. pleased. Did you guys see it in the theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And were you surprised by how good it was? Yeah, I really took a fucking turn. I was like, and yeah. the turn it took, I was very pleased with. I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah, it, it gets so good. Um, I mean, it's good throughout, but yeah. when it when the, when it, when the it all comes together in the end, it's just, it's a horror movie fan's dream come <laughs> right. true. But even like when I saw it, I, I don't really go and see modern horror movies not that i don't like them but but just because i don't i don't want to waste my money and i'm afraid like a lot of stuff isn't going to be that good right that's how i feel about comedy i'll typically go to the movies if i I, know it's going to be worth my time i have i I agree with bwk i have that mentality more about comedies than i do about horror movies okay so you know what i mean though yeah i know what you mean like you don't want to waste your money and it's like if 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 i'm kind of interested i'll wait 
But if I know it's something that I'm anticipating, I'll go and see it. Right. And so many people were telling me, like, this movie's awesome. Did it's, you it's not totally see it? Different. Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. No, I did. Oh, right, right. So what I, the point I'm trying to make is I usually don't, like, seek out horror movies to go and see. Yeah. Um, but I heard so much about this movie and how it was different and innovative. And I went and saw it, and it was just one of the best movies I've Matt. seen in so long. <laughs> Matt's foot is hovering right over the uh, the power button on that oh. extension cord. You just <laughs> almost turned the power out. You <laughs> 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 just about to put his foot down and shut all of the power off. <laughs> I thought wow. that was that was a <laughs> Halloween scare for sure. I was like, "What?" I thought there was a mouse under my foot. I know. I thought you were gonna say like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Can you it's move? the it's the good dive from both the guys. Can you move that power strip? <laughs> no, I'll just keep my feet out. We're good. I, listen, it's a suspense thing. Just keep going. <laughs> At any minute, all of the power can go out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So Kevin in the Woods. Yeah, Kevin Woods. Okay, so the interesting story I wanted to tell about it was this movie was actually wrapped its production in two thousand nine. And it was totally ready to go in 2009. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, keep wow, going. I didn't know that. Keep but, going. But it didn't come out until 2012 because um, Joss Whedon, who wrote it, um, couldn't or co-wrote it, I should say, couldn't sell it to anybody. He couldn't convince people that people were going to want to watch this movie because uh, it, it's kind of like a hard sell. It's a comedy. It's scary. It's got yeah. this, w- this weird stuff in it. Um, it's a triple threat. It's it's a triple threat. <laughs> comedy, scary, weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <and laughs> you know, classic triple threat. But uh, so. It was it was a hard sell to to studios. They they didn't know how to position it. They didn't know how to convince people to go see this movie. Um, so they just kind of shelved it for a long time. And then Chris Helmsworth blew up as Thor. You know, right. He, yeah. The Avengers. Well, I mean, Joss Whedon wrote the Avengers too. But so I guess he had a little bit of clout at that point where right. he could like get anything made. Sure. Uh, so he finally, um, once Chris Helmsworth was such a big star. Uh, the studio was like, well, we'll release it spotlight Chris Helmsworth and have people go see this movie because of him. Um, and he's great in it and, and right. whatever. But it's actually kind of cool. If you see Cabin in the Woods, which came out after Thor did, yep. um, Chris Helmsworth is like so beefy and, and um, you know, he's a muscle man in Thor. And then you, you go and watch Cabin in the Woods, which comes out like a like almost two <laughs> years later. And, and he's, he's kind of stick. He's yeah. really, like, I mean, he's still like, obviously, he's much more muscular than I am. But <laughs> no, uh, but not by much. Right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that this movie didn't get, you know, if he had such a hard time, you know, selling it, that didn't get like a direct video kind of thing or like a Netflix. Uh, yeah, movie. that uh, would have been a travesty. Yeah, yeah seriously. That's what kind of what happened with Trick or Treat. I mean, we yeah. talked about Trick or Treat. I still haven't treat. seen it. Uh, yeah, me neither. That movie had the same exact thing happened. It came out, and the studio was like, we don't know how to sell this to people. We don't know how to m- advertise this. And it, they shelved it for a really long time, and eventually uh, it was shelved for like four years. Really? And then they, they just released it on video just to get it out. Yeah. And it became a huge cult hit. Yeah. Hmm. So Well, uh, it's interesting. I love the way they marketed Cabin in the Woods, just a horror movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it takes a, it's such a surprise. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is so fun. It's so good. Um it, they use mostly practical effects, even in the sequences where everything goes wild at the end. And you think, oh, certainly they're using CGI. Mm-hmm. They they filmed all of it with practical effects, and then they CGI'd it into the same scene. Oh, okay. Um, there's a really cool thing on the Blu-ray where they go into like uh, the making of the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, and it it's awesome. Uh, I can't really say much without giving it away, but when when you see some some of the monsters, you think like, oh, they're CGI. They're actually just like filming them at different angles so that they look like they're further away, but they're like real practical effects, and it's so, um, it's I don't know, it's so it's so good. The movie is just very well done, and it knows exactly what it wants to be, and it and right. it's and it's that. Yeah, good totally. pick. 
Great pick. Number two, Cabin in the Woods. Great pick. Dooley. Dooley. All right, here we go. Number one. Numero uno. My favorite horror movie, and I actually played it at the, um, I had a Halloween party a few nights ago, and I had it on the TV, oh, is awesome. um, Dead Alive is my favorite You know what? Movie. I probably could have guessed that for you. I think so. I think I mentioned it before. You, yeah, you mention it all the time, actually. Yeah. You, lo- you love showing people that movie. I do. I, I give that as like a test. Like if you're my new friend, I'll be like, you, you want to watch uh, Dead Alive? You ever seen that? It's the goriest movie I've ever seen. Speaking of uh, uh, horror movies that just go bonkers towards the end. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> that's what yeah. Dead Alive does to it. Um, it's directed by Peter Jackson well before his Lord of the Rings fame. Right. Um, and it actually, that's, I feel like, where it started to get more recognition yeah. It was like after he kind of made a name for himself. And it's like, did you know he made this crazy zombie movie in like the early 90s? And it's up until up until I saw the Evil Dead remake was the goriest movie I'd ever seen. Yeah. It's just filled, filled, filled with gore. And it's super fun. And the zombies in it are classic zombies, just right. slow moving, uh, hordes of them. And uh, it's really funny. It's It's kind of similar humor to like Evil Dead, but it's right. a little more gross out humor. Oh, it's so gross, that custard just, sequence. Can yeah. you give a quick um, d- uh, synopsis of the movie? So it's about this guy who's kind of an outcast. Um, he, this guy named Lionel, and he uh, caters to his mom. His mom's super demanding and bossy. And uh, he winds up like meeting this girl, and they go to the zoo. But his mom like doesn't want any woman to, to have, his son, have her son. And uh, she spies on them. Um, and when they're at the zoo they see this thing in a cage that's on display and it turns out that it's a super rare monkey rat from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the mom's there and she's like yelling at, you know, Lionel. And then all of a sudden the monkey rat like jumps on her back from the cage and bites her. Ooh. And that's how she becomes a, uh, a zombie. She's bitten by the deadly monkey rat. Right. The movie actually opens with the sequence of this guy getting the sacred monkey rat from like this tribe. And then the monkey rat bites him and the tribe is like, You've got the bite. <laughs> and they, they have to kill him in perfect and, English. <laughs> and then um, every time they like they view like his bites or scratches, they point at it and they go Sinjaya. <laughs> and then they like <laughs> chop his arm off. <laughs> um, it's such a fun movie. Oh, the the violence in that movie is so intense, even for today's standards. And it's, when did it come out? You know, nineteen ninety two. Oh, it was the, it was in the nineties. It was the nineties. Yeah. Wow, jeez. I, I know. It, when you watch it, you would think it was like maybe <laughs> early eighties. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mid uh, It's 80s. it's got this certain campiness to it that it's so charming, and uh, it's just charming. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's charming. I think I think when you're watching it, especially at the end, I won't give it away, but it's got this big big like blood fest at the end. And when you're watching so it, you're like, <laughs> when you're watching it, it's like this is just a zombie movie. I'm watching like a fun horror zombie movie. Um, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, no, these, no, like it's, generic it's, zombies, yeah. and they're all just like getting blown up, and it's just so so good. Right. Um, That's your number one. That is my number one. It's actually in the U.S. It's called Dead Alive, but the actual name of the movie is Brain Dead. Yeah. If you guys. Oh, didn't know. okay. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> oh, okay. There's okay. A back. Great. <laughs> Bye. No, I'm, I'm just piecing together. <laughs> I'm just piecing together some stuff from my life. Right. <laughs> just working out the kinks, man. Right. <laughs> Solid pick. Yep. All right. So, uh, so my number one um, is my number one is actually Cabin in the Woods. Oh wow! Oh my god, that's so wow. cool. That's your favorite horror movie. 
Uh, I love that movie. See, I knew you liked that movie, and I was wondering why you were being so quiet while I was talking. I gotta pick up on these. Uh, I, I never pick up on that. I think you guys hate me. Like when I'm t- talking about a movie, and you guys have a double, and you kind of <laughs> stay <laughs> silent. I'm like, you, they must hate this. Being a <laughs> oh, they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they hate me. <laughs> um, um, and I, I, I was talking while you were talking about The Shining, know, knowing full well it's coming up on my list too. Right. Just like <laughs> trying to throw you off the trail. A, you t- totally threw me off. But, so um, yeah, I want to hear why you love it, Matt. Uh, I um, I sh- I just like you. Everything you said before is is spot on. Um, I just I loved it so much. I had such a good time watching it. I loved all the uh like homage they played played. They uh, paid to so many horror movies where like, um, some of the characters in it are just like, some people are like oh they ripped it off and it's like no they're not ripping them off. They're just giving interpreting them, it or yeah. doing doing something they're fun with summing it. Summing up every horror movie ever. Right. They're paying respects to other horror movie characters and just it's just it's so good and people it, said they were ripping off movies yeah people were like that guy you know is obviously from this and it's like yes you're right he's <laughs> obviously from that that is a point <laughs> of the movie you are just, missing it entirely just whedon said that um this movie was intended to revitalize horror movies but also at the same time be the last horror movie to be made <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like yeah it sums everything up so he like wanted to bring back horror but then also kill it at the same time <laughs> right. but um yeah, the uh, the premise I thought was awesome, and you know what it is too. You know what I know what I liked about it, which is funny. I'm just kind of putting this together now. Is I love horror movies. I love, you know, the gore. I thought it looked great, but you know what it is too. It's also a conspiracy movie to a degree. Oh yeah, and you love that stuff. I did. Yeah, and maybe that's another reason why I love this so much. It's like there's like a whole another story behind the story, and what they're like being watched and. Yeah, it's just like I'm trying. I'm trying to like tread lightly with yeah, my yeah. story, like my my plot points. Maybe we should like, just do a spoiler alert and then talk for one minute about it, and then. Um, what do you think? Nah, let's no, not, I don't let's need not, to. Not, nah, just because yeah. make sure to see the movie if you yeah, haven't we, seen it. Just see it; it's really good. If if you had any like, the only reason why I, I would want to warn about a spoiler alert is because it's so new and so many people are just discovering it now. Right, because it, it didn't kill. It wasn't like a super smash hit. Yeah, so a lot of people probably haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, if you thought it looked stupid for any reason... It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Just watch it. It is worth your time. Believe us. And if you don't believe us, who are you going to believe? Yeah, it's on my, it's my number two and it's Matt's number one. Right. Yeah. And Dooley liked it. And it was going to be my honorable mention. <laughs> right. Are you kidding? It was really going to be your honorable mention? Yeah. Oh, my God. This makes me feel so proud of Cabin in the Woods. I don't know why I would have any reason to feel proud yeah. of it, but, <laughs> but, but uh, I'm just, I just do. Well, yeah. you were part of the production company. Yeah. Well, I made it. I wrote it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me and Josh, we'd be uh... <laughs> That's why I said he co-wrote it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing I will say, um, and we, we should do this. We should do this kind of soon if we can, uh, maybe. Uh, with uh, BWK and if anybody remembers that one time uh, our other roommate Brian Babineau uh, hosted, uh, the three of us went to uh, Disney. That's why we were gone. And we went to Universal Studios and Halloween Horror Nights. And we went through the haunted houses for Evil Dead uh, and Cabin in the Woods. And they were incredible. They Was were that incredible. awesome? Oh, yeah. We could talk about them. That, that, it needs to be just like a, a short little bonus episode of like our top five of like our Disney vacation. It'll be like 30 <laughs> minutes long or something like that. It w- the vacation was so fun. And what the the uh, Halloween Horror Nights did is they recreated the sequences of the of the movies. So, for example, the Evil Dead one is like you start off like in the woods and then you're at, in a cabin. Oh. And, and then you're like go through the different sequences in the cabin with, uh, you know, like the shower scene with the girl sawing like her face off in the shower. And then. 
obviously the girl under the under the floor. Under they the have floor. like real actors in it. Yeah, yeah, and Oof. it brings you right up to the end where it's like raining blood and stuff. Um, it's it's so cool. And they did the same thing with Cabin in the Woods, but I'm not gonna go step through it because you'll we, ruin it. <laughs> we don't want to ruin it. But yeah. it was it was if you saw the movie, they did everything, and the characters were there, and it was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. But that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so that's my number one, Cabin in the Woods. Excellent, great number one. I love that movie. Uh, good number two, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great number one. Good number two. It's a good number two, but it's a great wonderful one. honorable mention. Now, now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm really curious to see what your number one is. BWK. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm going to disappoint everybody. Here we go. I know uh, my number one, and it's and it's strictly like historically a movie that I've. I think I know what it is. Is it Hocus Pocus? I would love. I would love for you to guess. Is it The Sixth Sense? Oh my God! Way to go. <laughs> What did, how did you guess that? Based I, on I what? feel terrible. I feel fucking terrible. No, no, I'm so pr- I'm impressed. Based on <laughs> what though? We had a conversation about M Night Shyamalan one time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I like M Night Shyamalan, which I know is like a controversial opinion. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm 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 happy you guessed it. I, I am. I'm happy. Uh, so, and it, this the reason why I like this movie is like I was saying, it's just based historically. I, I loved it when I was younger. It was one of those movies. I I saw it. <laughs> this is like embarrassing to admit. I saw it like six times in the movie theater. Really? Yeah, one for each Who sense. took you six times? <laughs> one for each sense. I know. One, I, the, <laughs> one for each sense. I know who didn't take them. Was it your my dad? My mom. <laughs> I actually made, is that where you, oh, my dad. Right. Okay, yeah, because my dad hates movies. Right. Um, well, no, he, he likes those, mu- the Night at the Stop Museum Stop defending movies. your father. <laughs> he, loves the, he loves the Night at the Museum, thinks Jim Carrey is a damn wise ass. Right. Someone's got to slap some sense into him. Right. Well, so my, so uh, I actually... I, uh, this is another scary movie I've subjected to my mom, uh, but it's not really scary because the thing about this movie is it's got scary elements to it, but it's really like a, a drama at the base of it all, and, and it's kind of like it's really sad. It's it's um it's it's classic. I I don't know. I I don't. I feel like I'm on the spot to defend the Sixth Sense. You're no one to defend it. it was a good. movie no, that like a, I universally people love. <laughs> I honestly I haven't seen it since the Sixth Sense. Like I haven't seen it since it. Since, since, it came, since yeah. it came out, well, it's still, it's still. No, is. it's not. So that, that, uh, that statement suggests that you've seen it every day since right. it became released. <laughs> I actually love it. <laughs> that kid looks like a slob now. I know, poor guy. But What's his name? Joel oh. Halley, Joel McCann? Osmond, Slob oh, okay. McSlobberson. Um, what a great actor! What a great little kid actor. He, I think he's the second youngest kid to ever be nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Mm. Um, he is. He's great, and the movie is so good. And it had this like great twist ending. Um, you know, obviously the spoiler for the sixth sense, right? Is it, you think the time window is closed? I on that? would surmise that you can talk about yeah, it. Bruce it, Willis is dead. Yeah. <laughs> so the main character of the movie actually turns out at the end that so the the story is like about about a little boy who can see dead people and um he's he's like really scared by it and he goes to like a child psycho- a psychologist about it but it turns out that his, his the child psychologist that he's going to is dead the whole movie he's been dead from the beginning and he doesn't know it and he's actually helping that guy kind of like realize he's dead but i think i don't think that he even really knows it i mean right it's it's pretty it's it's really really good and it's got such a good twist ending and the movie um is really sad and it's sweet and it's got a lot of good things to say about like dying and <laughs> a lot of good things to say about dying <laughs> well no i mean you know the good stuff that could be said you know, about it you know what's funny if that if that twist happened now in a movie people would be bullshit i know people are so immune to that now I'd when that first happened that was a, a ridiculous twist yeah I, I love twist endings me too yeah they're good 
But I just feel like it's, you know, it's like, and it turns out he was dead. Like, if that happened now, you'd be like, fuck. Well, are you I serious? Think it, I think it's because it's been almost, like, parodied so many times because right. of the success. Well, sense. I think it's something to say about this movie. It kind of pi- pioneered that. Yeah. And, um, and it also kind of um, saddled Mr. Uh, um, Shyamalan <laughs> with the responsibility <laughs> of coming up with another cool twist at the end of all of his movies. Yeah. And he's known for that now, even though most of his recent movies haven't had one, haven't had one, and he's trying to get away Which from that. Which, that unto itself is the twist, that he doesn't have one. <laughs> no more twists. Yeah, I know. Each twist ending now is that there was no twist ending. Right. You either uh, get vanilla or chocolate. No more twists. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I saw it so many times, and it's just like, it's just like a comforting movie for me. I don't, I don't know why. There's, there's that scene with, um, I, I think the scene is just so brilliant with uh, Tay Leone, who plays Haley Joel Osment's mom in the movie, and uh, he's telling her about his grandmother and how he's seen his grandmother, and she was like really proud of of his mom and stuff, and he tells her this like story while they're in the car. Do you guys remember that scene? I don't remember the movie Not whatsoever. Really. No, um, and she's she's like bawling her eyes out, and she doesn't like believe him that he can see ghosts, and like this makes it, like convinces her. And it's just such a like beautiful scene. Uh, go back and rewatch that movie, like specifically looking for that scene because don't tell his, me what to do. His, no, I'm telling you, man. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen to me. This is my number one. Uh, but if you uh, if you go back and rewatch that movie, his mom is like, uh, you know, so like emotionally cut off, and then when, when she finally like believes him about about his grandmother and stuff, it's just such a like beautiful sequence, and the whole movie is. Is so full of great sequences, and uh, that's why it's my number one. All yeah, right, six, six cents. All right, great. so that concludes the list. Yeah. Wow. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. Yay for all of us back in one spot again. We are we are going super long. Oh God! Well, it's a topic we all love. That's I know. And, and you know what? I think it moved pretty well. But there, I got to mention. You have honorable mentions, Julie, or did we use them all? Uh, no, Plus I think cabin, right? Yeah. All right, I have two that I just want to mention. I have like 12. I know. Um, <laughs> Hatchet. Has anybody seen Hatchet? No. That was cool. That is that was a uh, it's a it's a it's kind of in the vein of like uh Freddy or um Jason like an icon uh character. Mm-hmm. He's like a newer one. Uh cool story, cool movie, gory. It was awesome. That's one. And then this other one I saw the other day which um I wanted to see anyway, but um BWK you told me to watch it and so did uh Brian who's in the room. Uh, but I saw Sinister the other day. Oh, you finally saw it. Holy Jesus of hell. I wanted to put that on my list so bad, but I just I I just didn't want to like affect it because I just watched it the other day. That movie is fucked. That movie is really, really scary. Have you seen Sinister no. yet? Oh, yeah, dude, check it out. It is cool. I feel it like a, a little nervous. Cool movie. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not like super scary, but it's just like it's very disturbing. It, yeah. makes, it makes you feel like garbage. Yeah, it's pretty. I kind of like that, but I got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. This oh. movie's can really affect me sometimes. But yeah, uh, yeah those are my two. Uh, Hatchet and Sinister. I actually do have an honorable mention. Spill it. Uh, I I forgot I wanted to mention this. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Have you guys ever oh, seen this? Oh, come on, Dooley. <laughs> that's your honor. <laughs> That's your honorable mention. BWK is so offended. What's, that, wrong, what's wrong with it? That movie is so, that. Firstly, that movie is disgusting. All right. Yeah. And it's like all like real violence too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the, that poor turtle. <laughs> that poor turtle. How do you watch that movie more than once? I'm a vegetarian. I don't. I <laughs> I care about animals just as much as the next guy. That movie 
is fucking crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm mentioning it. <laughs> Did, you know the director of that movie got arrested for murder? Yeah, they thought that they, he they thought it was a snuff film. Yeah, they thought that like the violence because the uh, violence is so like realistic looking. Yeah, they thought he actually murdered those people. How embarrassing must that be for the fucking police to be like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we made a mistake. <laughs> he was he was like in jail for like a year too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, I mean that's why I'm mentioning it and it didn't make my list. Right. But right. it's, it's I, I'm sorry I'm sorry I reacted so harshly about it. <laughs> that sequence with the turtle. You looked like, at me like I was this I- inhuman <laughs> like, monster. <laughs> that sequence with the turtle like just grossed me out so much. Like I actually played that at the Halloween party too, and I think <laughs> I think that's when people started to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my, oh my god, I have such a long list of honorable mentions. Just rattle them off. Okay, I'll just go right down. All right. All right. Um, Scream, The Descent. That sucks. Saw, I haven't seen it. Saw One. Awesome. Okay. The Mist, The Ring. The Mist eh. was fucking cool. Yeah. The, the ring, ring is great. Uh, the Thing. Yeah. I haven't seen. Poltergeist was on my honorable mission. Hell yeah. Mentions. So same was The Fly. Basically all yes, of the, the f- movies. The Fly. <laughs> awesome. There's this like weird period in the '80s where they remade all these like horror movies from the 50s like The Thing and The Fly and The Blob and in the 80s they used those awesome practical effects and they're so good right? yeah and then I also have um, The Loved Ones which came out in t- uh, uh, 2012 and that movie is so good check it out uh, Drag Me to Hell which I think awesome, uh, awesome. should be good. on their list I, I forgot about that one uh, the, Cl- the Collector Trick or Treat haven't seen it um, Inside I want to talk to you about that movie uh, it's a really super gory movie French movie called Inside sold um <laughs> And then uh, French got it. American Werewolf in London. Oh right. man, how did no one mention that? That movie's know. awesome too. All right, but uh, all right, we are super <laughs> fucking. Goodbye. <over. laughs> um, I love you all. Thanks for sticking with us while our schedule's uh, wicked wacky. Right. Email us at uh, top five of death at gmail dot com. That's the the number five, and our uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash the top five of death where you can vote on these pictures and Matt why don't you send us off okay I will do that but not before saying uh, so that concludes our Halloween series and yay Woo! we're done with that so we're back to uh, normal uh, November is our next month you've uh, I think the next pick we're going to do let's do a fan pick okay so yeah sounds great we haven't done a fan pick in a while uh, send in your suggestions uh, put them on the facebook dot uh, uh, com slash top five of death and we'll pick from that they can be anything you want they can even be Thanksgiving related. I don't know what the hell it could be, but <laughs> top five favorite turkey moments. <laughs> top five ways to, to make a turkey. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the inconsistency. We'll be back soon on a regular basis, and smell you later. <laughs>